Hey, what's up, everyone? You've reached another mini episode on the Evil Men Patreon. And we're doing another Evil Men test. We've got the five questions here. And our guest is hilarious stand up comedian, improviser extraordinaire, artist, one of my favorite. We're so, Canada is so lucky to have this human being living on its face. It's comedian Aaron Reed. Hello. Aaron, how's it going? It's going good. You know, happy to be here. Hello, Patreon. Uh, that's what I say. <laughs> yes, Aaron is here with. Well, thanks for joining yep, us, that's Aaron. Mike and James, and I'm Chris, and we're all here. Aaron is one of the funniest stand ups you'll see if you ever get the chance. And Aaron is also a great artist who did the artwork for Evil Men. That's right. Yeah. The logo are Aaron Reed's right. touch. That's right. Thank you and, for and also, just uh, recently, uh, just before we recorded this uh, evil test, Aaron, you portrayed the despicable character, Freddy Krueger, in our special Halloween episode. Thank you so much. You did a great job with a pretty unsavory character. Thank you, you know, for the Patreons out there, heads out there. I, you know, I don't like some of the stuff that I said. Um, I, tr- I tried to keep it light, <laughs> but at the end of the day, you know, uh, NHL styles, at the end of the day, you just got to do what you got to do and, uh, and just yeah. know that uh, he's rough, you know? And uh, anyways, it, apologies. Yeah, well, you're a professional. I, you're a yeah. professional and you're keeping it true to Freddy Krueger's story. You didn't I think it's... It. Yeah. yeah, I think it's good to break it down like a post-game show, you know? Like, uh, yeah, the, the reality is Freddy's background is a little not great, so we have to roll with it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. someone entering people's dreams and killing them, he's not going to come from like, a, well, I did violin when I was a kid, and, uh, yeah. you know, my family were kind of health nuts, but uh, at the end of the day, you know, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> talking about Freddy Krueger without mentioning his, you know, horrible crimes would be like, I don't know, talking about uh, the guy who started the Smuckers jam without talking about him, you know, uh, squishing grapes, you know? Yeah. Without talking yeah. about the time he squished a grape out in the field and was like, this could be something, you yes. know? Yeah. yeah. I'm addicted to squishing this fruit. <laughs> Smucker, get out of my grape field. <laughs> it's a compulsion. <laughs> grape jam? Because I'm curious about that. Yeah, I Smucker. wonder if a bunch of fruit farmers burned Mr. Smucker alive in his basement <laughs> for squishing all their berries. <laughs> Yeah, and then when, when the farmers try and tell people, they're like, that's bad. You should have done it. Did he do anything else? No, he's always squishing our fruits. And No, but it's my fruit. It costs me money. What the hell am I supposed to do? Yeah, he's making jam, but I'm growing fruit to eat and look at. <laughs> it's a grape him. field. Is that the, the right term for is a vineyard? Grape field? Is that the same thing, I guess? It's a vineyard well, if it's wine. It's a grape field yeah, if it's I mean, for jelly. You don't have jam vineyards. Yeah. Some of my favorite uh, wines come from a grape field. <laughs> <laughs> oh, smucker talk. <laughs> you oh, mother could go smucker. all day. <laughs> Smuck on, dudes. <laughs> smucking asshole. <laughs> my favorite jam is made from some smucking asshole. <laughs> uh, don't you hate it when you're typing the word smuckers into your phone and it autocorrects to fuckers? And you're like, yeah, no, I, I, meant, I meant smuckers. Yeah, no, I am not eating fuckers triple berry jam right now. (laughs) Mom, I'm sorry. (laughs) I love the idea of the Smuckers guy getting killed, burned alive, and then going into people's dreams. I guess just, but he's just making jam or selling jam in the dreams. 
Eat my toast, boy. <laughs> yeah, he can't touch any of the swears or anything like that that Freddie yeah. does. Yeah. Or if something's too love dry. It because they just get all this delicious jam on toast in their dreams now. Yeah. Yeah. I remember my mom once, so we, in high school, my family lived in Oshawa, Ontario, suburb of Toronto, and our subdivision, all these families from Newfoundland moved there all at once, and they were all friends, and then my mom became friends with them. They would take these annual, like, uh, shopping trips to upstate New York, or maybe they went somewhere in Pennsylvania, and she went on one of these shopping trips and came back and was like, oh yeah, uh, we also went to the Smucker's uh, factory or like the, there's like some Smucker's tour you can take of the <laughs> Smucker's headquarters. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Cool. It sounded it sounded not very um, not very fun. <laughs> but you never went. I never went with these Newfoundlanders. No. So you I, don't know. I don't know. I go to the Smucker's factory if they let me put my hand in a big thing of jam. <laughs> like if they were like if they had a thing of jam that were like you could put your hands in this. Like don't put your hands in the other ones. But this is for hands for sure. That'd be funny if the Newfoundlanders go back to Newfoundland. They're like, oh, we got a bunch of jars full of triple berry jam to put on the cod. Because <laughs> I don't think they have jam out there yet. Just fish and stuff. They're He's the fish. only guy that listened to the Schmucker's dream thing that happened to him. Put it on the fish. Okay. With the jam, you can put jam on the fish too. Yeah, boy. <laughs> <laughs> smuckers okay yeah. do you want to take this test aaron are you freaked i want to I'm, say too but before we get into it sorry yeah okay say yes or no i'm ready i'm ready i'm ready <laughs> but i want to say too as freddy krueger you worked it on that episode like we really pimped you out and made you set you up with all these and you answered every question as freddy for a long time creatively <laughs> Hilariously, you. you really uh, put in work. So thank you very much. That was crazy. Well, no, thanks for having me. It was it was fun. And and uh, is your I brain like, tired? I'm a little tired. Yeah, but uh, oh yeah, uh, yeah. It was like ten eight. It was, yeah, but I know a lot about Freddie, and I like talking about him. So you know, for me, it was the treat was mine. And did you except watch- for the gross, weird stuff that is so <laughs> bad. <laughs> Did you watch the entire seven-hour Nightmare on Elm Street YouTube documentary that you mentioned? Um, so when I got the call from Chris, and this is how you get on the podcast if you're ever wondering, uh, and he goes, uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But uh, uh, once I found out that you know I was going to be Freddy, I, I was like, I'll watch them all tonight. But it was like already 10 p.m. I was like, no, I'm fucking not. What the hell? <laughs> and then so I watched only the first uh, about hour and a half because I've only ever seen up to the third one, really. I haven't seen the other ones. Um, so I only watched like an hour and a half of that documentary and never sleep again, but it's kind of cool. It was good for like little facts and stuff like that. Um, but the one that you should check out is, uh, that second one, Scream Queens, My Nightmare on Elm Street. That's about Mark Patton and his experience with that franchise. Cause it's, and it's on Shudder that horror thing but you can you can find it other places but uh it's really interesting um do you watch shutter yeah i i I, my friend gave me the i'm i'm a leech on everyone's accounts so my friend gave me some shutter so i've I've watched some some of that sweet horror did you watch uh, the new movie dark and wicked the dark and wicked no 
Oh, Kathleen and I watched that one the other night. It's okay. It's okay. I just want to talk about it with someone else. Oh, damn. No, I haven't seen it yet. Dark and Wicked? Yeah. The Dark and Wicked? Okay. Uh, I'll check it out. I've watched all the Freddy stuff, too. We should say James and Mike have not. They think it's uh, not not as smart or something. Well, that's not true. I, I, you showed me one, and I liked it. Yeah. I showed you Freddy's Revenge. Nightmare on Elm Street yeah. Part 2. I yeah. think I watched, like... 40 minutes of number yeah. three when I was a kid and it scared the goddamn fucking shit well, hell out of me and I had to sleep <laughs> on my parents in my parents room on the floor beside them not like in the a, bed but on like the floor a dog. <laughs> <laughs> like a scared dog yeah. <laughs> um how third old are one's you? freaky yeah Mike's third like, one is but third one is like the best one after the first one I'd say yeah, yeah. dream warriors because they all yeah. have powers and in the episode, you mentioned Freddy vaccinating himself with needle fingers. In yeah. the third one, he uses needle fingers to OD a punk rock girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that oh, was where no. that idea came from, for sure. Yeah, yeah, remember that? And then she died. Yeah. yeah. She's like, yeah, she's like, likes drugs and she's a punk rock person. And then, and then yeah, he goes Mohawk. like, yeah, uh, time for to get high or something like that. And then he, uh, yeah, yeah. I her. always remember being a kid and watching that, and she goes, in my dreams, and then she turns around with, like, leather jacket and a huge mohawk and, like, a nose ring and stuff, and she's like, I'm beautiful. And I remember yeah. as a kid being like, I don't, I don't like that look that much. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God you weren't there in the dream with her in that movie. Oh, she's like, yeah. I'm beautiful, and you're like, my, yeah. are you, she would have kicked my you? ass. But that was when I was a kid. Now when I go back, I think a punk rock chick would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, they're all, and that was Patricia Arquette's first movie. Yeah, oh, wow. first big movie. Yeah, and Lawrence Fishburne's in it too, guys. Really? Wow. Yeah, Morpheus right. himself. Do you oh, think shit. that um, Lawrence Fishburne and Patricia Arquette stay in touch with Robert Englund and uh, you know go on vacations together or share recipes and that kind of thing? <laughs> yes, I think they make tour documentary movies like uh, Steve Coogan and uh, Rob Brydon. <laughs> like the trip they do. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> but they, they go just go to places that have fully loaded nachos. They do impressions of Michael Caine <laughs> down by the French Riviera. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I saw on Robert Englund's Wikipedia? Sorry, we'll get to the evil test in a second, but we're having a great time. Uh, we're on Robert time. Englund's Wikipedia... Uh, it said that he, after he became famous for doing Freddy Krueger, they made a Phantom of the Opera where he played the Phantom, yeah, and it bombed. But he, they basically the Phantom that he played looked exactly like Freddy Krueger, like he was all had the same <laughs> burn makeup, and it bombed. Mm-hmm. And then, then yeah, I they were trying to capitalize there. off of Freddy's face. Yeah. I think they were, and that Molly Shannon. That's one of Molly Shannon's early movies. Is that oh. Phantom of the Opera movie? Yeah. They they play a, she plays a young woman and they sing the Phantom of the Opera song and they get transported back in time. Whoa, in that one, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah, it's not very good, but um, that part's kind of fun. I, I also read that Robert Englund is has a reputation for being a very nice, friendly, upbeat actor, a friendliest the friendliest guy in Hollywood. And some makeup people uh, say he's hard to work with because it's, he, they can't get the makeup on him because he won't stop talking. <laughs> It's just so friendly. Yeah. <laughs> friendly to the point where you gotta stop talking there, Anglin. Shut <laughs> the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you did you know that Freddy Krueger's makeup is inspired literally by pepperoni pizza? For real? 
Yeah, the, the, the original makeup person was trying to cook up ideas, and they had a fresh pie of pepperoni with the cheese, and they were like, oh, we'll make it like this. That's wow. why I'm so attracted to Freddy's face. <laughs> Yeah, it looks like a piping hot za, beautiful za. <laughs> One time a barber was trimming my mustache, and I turned to tell him something, and he screwed up my mustache, and I said, it's okay, you can shave it off, and then he shaved it off. <laughs> I'm not even joking, because I'm annoying like Robert Englund. One time I got my hair cut a couple of years ago, and the the barber nicked my ear just under the earlobe, and it started bleeding, and I didn't say anything. And then the guy was cutting my hair, and he's like, well, that's weird. Your ear's bleeding. Did you know that? <laughs> huh. Odd. I think it was like that when you came in. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, I'm sorry, sir. Uh, it won't happen again. <laughs> hey, you're not allowed to bring bring bleeding ears into my barber chair. Hey. Hey, I... <laughs> You got blood on my scissors. (laughs) I got a bib for the hair. I don't have a blood bib, so uh, cork that up. (laughs) You got blood on my sister's scissors. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here. She's going to know I wasn't supposed to use them. (laughs) She was supposed to be cutting your hair today. (laughs) Hey, Vinny, this guy's bleeding all over the fucking place. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Listen, listen, listen. Hey, Vinny, give this guy a free bottle of Brio. <laughs> I cut his ear. The nice herby Brio. So herby. You want pizza? You want pizza, man? Uh, <laughs> Vinny and I are going to order pizza after you left, but because I cut your ear, you can have some pizza. You, you know what I heard? Out. I heard Freddie Mercury's face. Freddie Mercury. I heard Freddie Mercury's face. (laughs) Freddie Mercury's face was inspired by Brio. What I meant to say was Freddie Krueger's face was inspired by Brio. Imagine Freddie Krueger standing on that live age stage or whatever it is in front of everyone going, (laughs) 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 just Dale, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm almost surprised in the 80s there wasn't a Freddy Krueger song. Oh, wait, oh, were you saying there, there was, were. Chris? There were there two. Yeah, there was Fat Boys, DJ Jazzy right. Jeff. There is another one oh, yeah. by the out by the. Oh, we didn't bring it up on the podcast, but uh, I wrote it down. It was. Uh, uh, a hair metal band called uh, Dawkin. Dawkin, yeah, oh. yeah. And they made a song called Dream Warriors. Yeah, based on the... The third one was the biggest one. Hmm. Yeah, they put like, a lot of money into was, it. The first one was so huge and popular. It was a runaway success that they were like, whoa. And then the second one missed the mark with its like kind of... It went off the storyline of Nightmare on Elm Street and sort of like, like we were saying in the episode that it became this more analogy for like a kid re- coming to terms with being gay in high school. And so then the third one was their big like triumphant return to like the straight up Freddy story. We're, we're continuing that story. Nancy's back as like a dream analysis that helps teenagers. Yeah. And so it was like the biggest one. They had a hit song by Dawkins. Lawrence Fishburne from Apocalypse Now was in it. Whoa. Yeah. It's it amazing. Sick. Watch that one, Mike. 
and huh? and then watch watch the docket music video because it's it's one of those music videos where they just take footage from the uh, movie and then do some stuff like the the lead singers of docket are like walking down one of the dream hallways um but at the end freddie wakes up as like an after credits thing he uh he wakes up from the music video and he goes oh who were those guys and it's really <laughs> funny because he the nightmare they were a nightmare to him i guess or something like that i don't know it's yeah. awesome that's good that's and, like when the terminator goes to point his gun at axel rose and you could be mine at the end of the video because it's from terminator 2 and then the terminator's analysis of the yeah the object in front of him says waste of bullets <laughs> <laughs> do you think axel rose saw the the finished product the final edit of the video and was like oh that kind of hurts my feelings. <laughs> a waste of bullets? <laughs> hey, come on! <laughs> I'm going to bring those video directors down to their shun on their knees. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Well, well my, my favorite movie one, sorry, I know we were trying to get know. to the thing, no, but it's Sean Puffy Combs rapping and singing to Godzilla is my favorite one. With, <laughs> yeah, with like he's the, on a uh, building rapping to Godzilla, right? Yeah, at the end, he's like, Stegosaurus, I've seen it. T-Rex, no problem. And then he goes, at the end, he's like, come with me. And then at the end, uh, not Dracula, the uh, Godzilla goes, uh, <laughs> yeah, at the end, Dracula's there, and he's like, whoa, Sean, you're fucking going, man. Uh, What's going on? But then the Godzilla goes, and it's like tons of wind and then uh and uh sean sean daddy is um in like all white and he's like it's all billowy it's really good that's sick and that's the one that lifts the uh led zeppelin beat right yeah yeah cashmere yeah in reality godzilla no one's illa breathe fire yeah that's really cool. And Dracula's like, that. don't forget about me. <laughs> yeah. I said something I nice to see about a giant you. Dracula, a giant Dracula fighting Godzilla and King Kong. Oh yeah. my God. With huge muscles, like Kumail Nanjiani muscles. <laughs> it's so hard to penetrate your dinosaur skin. So scaly. Battle my teeth. <laughs> I think Kumail yeah. would be, yeah, he should be a, a gigantic buff shirtless dracula in his next movie that'd be great imagine dracula trying to put his giant fangs into king kong's neck (laughs) 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 ape blood (laughs) giant ape blood oh this giant ape blood is coarse it's it's kind of earthy (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think it's the sugar blood from humans Ugh, tastes like Mott's Clamato juice. <laughs> <laughs> From the jungle. <laughs> uh, all right. This is a good one. Yeah. Okay, K- Aaron, you want to answer and see if you're evil or not? Let's do this. These are the this is the evil men test. Five questions to see if you're an evil man. And this is our... Uh, amazing guest Aaron Reed answering question number one Aaron are you ready yeah question one would you kill a guy no well Mm. okay I'll kill a guy 
if I really needed to. Um, yeah. But I'm not going to go out of my way and be the first one to kill a guy. You know what I mean? Like, if we're killing, yeah. if I'm in a situation where someone's going to, if we're going to start killing each other, I'm yeah. going to wait till someone else draws first blood and then I'll consider it. I just don't want to be the guy who's like, I'm down to kill. Like you a, know, like a like a like a scoundrel's knife blade just nicks your cheek, and then a drop of blood drips down your cheek. Then it's go time. Yeah, then it's like crack both of the sides of my neck. Like din and din din and din. Godzilla. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Look out, Godzilla! He's behind you. Would you kill Godzilla? That's not one of the questions, but um, it's not one of the questions. Don't worry. Oh, don't okay. Worry. Yeah, don't don't worry about it. <laughs> Okay, so I get it. So you would protect yourself. I protect myself. If it got hairy enough where like other people are getting injured. Yeah, yeah. I'll protect myself. And if I had a special friend there, I'd protect them too. Like if it was a first date nice. scenario or my parents or something like yeah. that. Um, you know, I'd go I'd go in. Yeah, but I try not to use blades. I try to use my hands pretty Yeah. <laughs> for first. I love the idea of it being a first date scenario where it's like, so in the future, it's like, how did you guys meet? Uh, it's like, <laughs> oh, that was a crazy time. Yeah, yeah. Everyone had knives and my date was like, I'm going hands only, dudes. And, <laughs> and I choked out like four guys, two throats all these, with each hand. I choked all these guys that tried to kill me and your mom. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, did anything happen to you, dad? And I was like, no, let's stop talking about it like don't ever say that again that's how we met now let's move on forget about it <laughs> so short answer yes and long answer you know no. if if they need me i'm there but yeah. uh, i'm not going i'm not i don't have a thirst for blood okay okay cool. yeah. second question what's your favorite weapon okay um I'd say my favorite weapon is the gladiator one that's like a stick with a chain and then it has the spike ball on a the mace. end. A mace. Yeah, a mace. Yeah. A mace. <laughs> like Speaking a mace. of Puff Daddy. Oh, no, there we go. That's mace. A, within that world. Yeah, mace. I think mace is my favorite. Do they Not a gun. sell those in, in uh, Vancouver? Can you get those at stores and stuff? Yeah, there's a couple kind of sword places at the mall. You could definitely get a fake mace. In terms of a real mace, you're going to have to kind of build that thing piece by piece in different kind of community welding stations and not really tell people what you're working on. So, yeah. Yeah, I think you can get it. Yeah. There's no mace-specific store uh, in Vancouver, though. I don't know about Toronto if you guys are overloaded with mace stores. Not really. No. (laughs) I've looked in old, like, Secondhand, like, yeah, military clothing stuff, like army gear, but no, no mace. No mace stuff? There might be a mace on the wall of Casa Loma. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on Amazon here, and you can buy a mace on a chain. Real mace? Um... You can buy a mace on a chain here. It's seven ninety nine. It's just a mace. A I don't think you it's have to say mace on a Sorry. chain. <laughs> I got fooled. Sorry, <laughs> it's too long to say mace on a chain. <laughs> yeah, that's like saying, you know, I think I could buy a car with some wheels. It's a car. 
<laughs> it's we know. Well, no, that's like saying I'll have the chai tea. Chai means tea. Chai is the tea. No, no, Ooh, James, you're absolutely wrong. A mace can also just be at the end of a stick. So you're absolutely <laughs> wrong. It doesn't always mean there's a chain involved. Oh, well, I disagree. You know with what that. I also like? A butterfly knife. I'd like Ooh, one of those. Oh yeah, sexy. Oh, they're so sick. If you're you a can put them right in your pocket, boy, and you have a butterfly knife. Ooh, you're Shh. looking good. You're yeah. looking Talk good. In general. You're yeah, going to make some friends. Like, yeah, if you're 14 and you have a butterfly knife, you're going to be kissing a girl on an old school bus seat that's been ripped out of the school bus and it's just in a field by itself right now. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys ever have those toy combs that look like a switchblade and then you press the button and a comb comes just out? The comb comes out? Yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah, like it. I, I had them in like when I was a kid and it was like, what? No one... like. Has had switchblades since the fifties. How is this still a thing that we're sp- like re- referring to? One time, I went up to the cops and I go, "Hey, you want me to comb your hair?" And I pulled out the switchblade. And they blew me away. <laughs> they used a wind cannon. <laughs> Imagine you had a switchblade and you co- and you flick it, and the comb comes out. Then you comb your hair. And then you go to blow dry your hair with a gun and you accidentally just blow your brains out. <laughs> and you're like, I swear I had a blow dryer gun. Trick. I swear That's to a, God, this was the thing. A lot of pranksters got, uh, you know, got killed that way, I think. Mm. Yeah. It'd be fun if you had like a switchblade, but instead of a blade coming out, it was like the oldest hot dog. And then you didn't have to kill anyone. <laughs> and then just when Everyone the hot dog went, came Ew. out. Everyone went, oh, shit. You're like old dried up hot dog. That'd be funny if the United <laughs> States, the that'd be funny if uh, the United States dropped like a nuclear warhead on Hiroshima or uh, Nagasaki or whatever. And But when it hit the ground, it popped open like a Kinder Egg and there was all these Vidal Sassoon products in it. <laughs> <laughs> For your hair. <laughs> Just high quality. <laughs> it's the biggest like switchblade comb gag on the planet. There was a whole wing of like the US like uh military that was devoted to making weapons that looked real but actually could just help your hair look good. <laughs> you know it'd be funny if a rocket was sent by NASA up to the moon and then when it got there, the moon was actually a head with hair, and then the rocket flipped out a, a comb and just flew back and forth combing the moon's hair. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know what be cool, though, is like a real gun, a real bayonet, but on the end was a comb. But it was still oh. a real bayonet. <laughs> yeah. And you were like so scared while you're combing your hair because the the uh, the actual barrel of the gun could just totally fire at any time. And you have to comb your hair in a really weird way. You know? Soldiers on the opposing side would sneak over to the enemy just to get a quick comb in and then run away, but it would be really really yeah, dangerous. On Christmas, on Christmas, yeah. the Germans and the Brits all comb each other's hair with their bayonets and then go back to fighting the next day. <laughs> With beautiful parts down the side of their hair. (laughs) (laughs) This is is a wild evil test. The wildest we've had. It's really fun. Okay, uh, next question. Next question. Question number three. Would you like to rule the world? 
No way. Uh Uh-uh. Get out of here. So many emails. You kidding me? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know how many emails that would be? Holy shit. You raise a good point. I've never thought about that. Like, I'm imagining, like, Queen Elizabeth, Joe Biden, Vladimir Putin. They have to wake up probably, like, at the crack of dawn and start Mm -hmm. answering emails. (laughs) (laughs) They They all start answering emails before they even put a t shirt on. (laughs) <laughs> Your Highness, put on something She's, I'm too busy answering emails in my iPhone in my bed <laughs> <laughs> You're stark naked, madam okay, Yes, this I one like can't it. wait And I'm loving it <laughs> <laughs> The butler is always like the funniest guy Or the servant, you know Oh yeah I would be that. I'd be the servant to the person who ruled the world, because then I could get a lot of, like, high-octane yeah. jabs at them. Yeah, and you right. can, like, yeah, go downstairs and, like, have, like, fun hangouts with, like, the other servants and not worry yeah. about, like, being all stuffy and all that. You can talk shit about the queen. Uh, yeah. To, to, like, the maid and to, like, the cook and stuff like that. And yeah, yeah. You can go outside with a fresh San Pellegrino Aranciata orange mm. flavor and a cigarette and just be <laughs> like, dude, that guy has no idea what he's doing. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. I can't take a gander at the shirtless queen answering emails in the morning <laughs> anymore. It's disgusting. You know what? They don't know what they're doing. I should be the queen. Seriously. (laughs) Just some scamp. (laughs) I should be the queen. She doesn't know what she's doing over there. You and me, we should be the queen. We know how to run this place. (laughs) (laughs) You and me should be the queen. We'd be the best queen that they've ever seen. <laughs> you guys want to write a musical about two blokes who should be the queen instead? Uh, An American <laughs> butler who's telling his the other colleagues that they should be the queen. Yeah. yeah. Enough of this. Why is she the queen all the time? Come on. This you know is what? I'm going to go over there and become the queen. <laughs> <laughs> I wish someone could shrink me down and I'd paint myself like a parrot and I'd really hang out with the queen and get inside her head with my parrot talk. I should be the queen. (laughs) Shut up, Reginald. My new parrot, who I love and who came to my life so mysteriously and quickly. (laughs) Cut to three months later. Guys, I blew it. I'm stuck in a cage for the rest of my life. <laughs> Things didn't work out reverse. as I'd hoped. <laughs> I don't know how to reverse it. Fuck, man. <laughs> hey, Queen, come over here. Let me the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm a guy oh, from what? New York, okay? I'm not really a fucking parrot, all right? Got a tiny switchblade with a comb. Fucking <laughs> combing my feathers. Let me fly away, you goddamn old hag <laughs> yeah you've done some terrible things you can't be good still what the fuck <laughs> get all, you off all of the coin all your children look weird yeah your children are gross and you killed princess Diana you fuck <laughs> <laughs> you inbred fuck <laughs> let me out of this cage you inbred fuck <laughs> 
<laughs> Royal it's my that ass. Guy Polly from the Sopranos. <laughs> Royal my ass. This palace f- fucking stinks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Queen, pass me the phone. I want to get some fucking real food. Pizza. I want to order a pizza. <laughs> this is highly unusual, but the Queen's parrot keeps ordering pizza pies. <laughs> 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 it's the funniest thing. I have to order another pizza pie tonight. <laughs> Give me that shit. <laughs> okay. So no, I don't want to rule the world. I want to be a little parrot who orders pizza. All right. Yeah, that's way better. Okay, question number four. <sighs> have you ever been mad? <laughs> Like angry or like in the 80s terms of like insane? I don't know. I think okay. like angry because angry pro- anger probably leads more to evil. Yeah. Yeah, I've been mad. I've been angry. I, you know, I've, uh, you know, I've let it lip. Let it lip. I've let it rip. <laughs> uh, you know, the steam's build up. Yeah, I, I, I've been mad. Uh, I, I, I try and, could, you know. I try and I think I come from a family of uh, hold it in till you can't, uh, you know, like oh, yeah. a hold in all the wrongs that anyone has done to you or that you think mm-hmm. people have done to you but haven't actually, uh, and then you kind of explode. That was kind of the vibe of the dudes in my family. So, so I yeah. try to like really talk myself down from anger because usually it's over nothing. Um, but uh, you know. <laughs> I've raged. I've gotten a little. I've gotten angry. I get angry in the car, not at other drivers, but just I think uh, subconsciously driving is really stressful for me, even though I try and pretend like it's not. Um, so oh, I yeah. do. I I did tell my dad not to fuck with me one time when we were driving because he was. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he was. He, he was like, don't. He was like, he was like, watch out for that car. I was like, I know the car. Don't fucking fuck with me. And he was like, what? And I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you, you know what? I will say, people who don't drive don't get that you can't sort of. You can't really chime in, and it seems like you're a control freak or a jerk, but it's too much. You can't. It's. I know it's like a complete black backseat driving thing, but it's too much when people are chiming in and you're oh, trying yeah. to drive. You can't do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you got to know when to stop it because I I was driving with my dad the other day, and he was turning left, but there was a pedestrian in the crosswalk. So I was like, "Dad, watch it," and he was like, "I know." And then you gotta then you gotta end it there because I can't. Mm. I'm not gonna be my dad and my mom <laughs> driving i've you know dad and son time it's time to fucking let loose you know just, yeah just a couple of hard-shelled pretzels uh, driving around you know whatever you should have played that cooler to be like uh yeah cool son where you should have been like dad speed up you know maybe <laughs> hit that pedestrian and that's like a fun memory you and your dad could have then yeah you know like totally. a really male a moment of male bonding yeah. Yeah. I should have been like, Dad, speed up. We gotta go home and fucking watch Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Netflix and chilling babes. with dad. Okay. Yeah. Come on, Dad, we gotta watch fucking Opie and Anthony or whatever. I don't give no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the what nastiest I watch with my dad morning ever. show in Canada. Right. <laughs> Nasty shit, man. Yep. Okay. Yeah. 
Last question, question number five. And this also, is thank climax. you so much, Aaron. We told you before we started recording this that this would be 10 minutes, <laughs> and it's 40. So thank it's, you. You've been really nice. Minutes, oh, it's fun. I'm happy to see y'all. It's fun to uh, talk with y'all. And it's better value for our Patreon subscribers, you know? Yeah. More word for the buck. Not know? so much for Aaron, yeah. but... You were concerned really about that, fun. Aaron. Yeah. I, when I'm a patron, because I'm a Patreon subscriber to quite a few things, I'm so broke, and... Uh, Every time I listen to them, I, I count the words and I look at how much I pay. And I at, yeah. at the end of every episode, I go, that was enough words. I won't email them. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's relaxing. <laughs> I'm just kidding. People don't do that. Sometimes when I get mad, the steam comes out of my ears and it goes, doo-doo. Does that happen to you? And does that make you more mad or does that calm you down? Uh, it calms me down. And then I go in J-O. And then what comes out of my dinky is... <laughs> this is... And Steam? The Patreon, the Patreon subscribers actually don't even deserve this bonus episode. It's so rich. It's so yes. true. Well, yeah. It is funny. All well, of anyways. life is in this. It's like Ulysses or something. You know, from the high to the low, every aspect mm-hmm. of life is represented here. Yeah, that's right. And you do deserve it, guys. You deserve everything we throw out there. This is really nice. Thank you. Okay, last question for Aaron Reed to see if he's evil or not. Yeah. Number five. Do you care about us? Like you three? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do. You know, I think um, I like you as humans. Um, And I think... um, and I, I like all your comedy. I think you're, all your comedy is mm. so funny. So, you know, mm. you're bringing joy to the world, you know, getting the getting a little, uh, you know, uh, the times are tough and uh, you do these shows and you make everyone feel like little angels. And I, I like that, you know, I think oh. that that's good. Um, Thank you for noticing. That is actually something we've never verbalized on the pod, but it, it is our sort of mission statement to like mm-hmm. to be little to be perceived as little angels. Yeah, yeah. and <laughs> that's what I hear from the uh, from Toronto from the chats uh, uh, with my Toronto buddies is they go the little angels are at it again, and they're out there <laughs> doing their jokes. And uh, and James, I know that you and I in the past have had some tension because we were both bidding on that basketball on eBay for pretty heavy. Yeah, um, yeah. But um, what's that? It was the first basketball that uh, John Cretchen ever took a shot with. And we oh. both wanted it, and it got yeah. a little heavy. It got a little heavy. I'm sure. But, and I'm usually sure. I wouldn't care, because usually you can't tell. But he was uh, ripping on some ribs right before he shot that basketball. So there's actually a, a barbecue imprint of John Cretchen's. Uh, oh. uh, so that's why it's kind of important to me. Um, is, that, but, is that the basketball that has some of the whipped cream on it too, from the pie that went in his face? Yep. Yeah, it's one of the most it's one of the most tainted basketballs out there. Uh, it's covered in many things. <laughs> yeah, like there's also like motor oil. I think floor. there's motor oil. He changed his oil right before the game. Um, yeah. This is why he got the nickname Sloppy Jean, because he was always <laughs> spilling and dripping liquids and sauces on, all over everything. Yeah. And he tried to, when he was when he did that wakeboarding video, he tried to wash it out 
off when he fell in the water when he was wakeboarding, but it didn't get yeah. all of it off. You know, barbecue sauce and oil yeah. is hard to get off. So anyways, yeah. James, I'm glad you got it. I'm glad you got it. Yeah. I hope you're treating it well. She has a place on me mantle and uh, she shall not be leaving. <laughs> wow. You're keeping a basketball on your mantle? Yeah. <laughs> it's the Cretch's basketball. You kidding me, Chris? Come on. <laughs> Mark Cretch. My dad would always, like, my dad never really told me about, or my parents never really told me about, like, real stuff about politics, but my dad would always be like, yeah, Jean Chrétien, he's got the peppers, uh, the the uh, the uh, pepper spray on the steak. He'd always say that, I'd be like, I don't, are you trying to tell me that Jean Chrétien's cool? I don't think he is. Yeah, what does that mean? <laughs> no, because there was a thing, I, there had been, uh, for some demonstration, Police had pepper sprayed protesters. It might—I forget what the exact scenario was. But then Jean Chrétien was questioned about this by reporters, and he was like, "His answer to like, do you think it's appropriate oh, that yeah. protesters should be pepper sprayed?" And his re- his answer was, "For me, pepper. I put pepper on my plate. Yeah. <laughs> I eat pepper. It's good." <laughs> That is quite a response. You know, back when you were prime minister and you could give answers like you were a WWF villain, uh, those were the good old days of politics. (laughs) For me, Pepper, I put it on my plate, is the actual quote. Yes. (laughs) Pepper, I put it on my plate. (laughs) Now, leave me alone. I have to go wakeboarding now. It sounds like he's Borat or or the the Balky from Perfect Strangers. First you put the pepper on your plate, then you put the steak on the plate and rub the steak around <laughs> in the pepper with your fingers. <laughs> so it was oh in 1997 God. in Vancouver, there was something called the Asia Pacific Economic Cooperation Conference and there were protesters, they were pepper sprayed and then he was, yeah. <laughs> That's cool. So badass, dude. Fuck For yeah, me, man. pepper, I put it on my plate. That's what I want for my prime minister. Just fucking hot zingers and just like, oh, yeah. so sick. Jean, time for supper. What are we having? Pepper. <laughs> On your plate. Pepper. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Trump, what do you think about the military firing tear gas at the protesters? Uh, for me, I put I, I put uh, tear gas on uh, my mashed potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> I put tear gas on my McDonald's hamburgers. It it's is great. like if he said, though, for me, tears are something that come out of my eye. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> good one. I'm not really. Yeah, that's how you do it. I'm not really a tear gas guy. Uh, how do you do it? You do a good one. I mean, you? I can barely do it. For me. It sounded like Steven Seagal for me. Well, he is kind of like Steven Seagal. I've never, yeah, he's very... Trump and Steven Seagal, you're right, have insanely amount, like, an insane amount of similarities. You gotta... Ooh. You gotta, Melania. I don't know how to do it. You gotta... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what Trump? the entry point in, is into that. You gotta. I know what you mean. When you have an impression, there's like a, a line you say that gets you back yeah. into it. Yeah. yeah. All right. For Australian, I go, all right, all right there. Okay, okay. That's how I get into that. <laughs> if I'm ever questioned and need to do my badass Australian expression, expression, yeah. impression. That was good. We've got and, and the Aaron. best. Yeah, like Trump, you got to go like, we've got the best, uh, the best, uh, best Melania you ever seen. Melania, hold my hand. Melania won't hold my hand. She's not the best hand holder. She holds her I'm... hand the best. She's the great. 
I want to do. I want to perfect my Trump impression by. Uh, I'm aiming for 2026 is when I want to have yeah. it fully finished. When Trump comes back in 2026, these impressions are going to destroy. He'll be the king of America by then. <laughs> yeah, it'll be great. Okay, well, this was great. I don't. I think from the answers, judging myself, I don't think that uh, Aaron is evil. What do you guys think, James? Well, based on our prior history about the basketball, as we mentioned, I have my own things I'm bringing to this, but I'll say at yeah. worst he's fifty fifty. Thank well, you, James. That's, that's nice. all I've ever wanted. I'm going to say, Aaron, I thought you were a hundred percent great guy until. Just at the last minute there, something yep. bugged me when I heard you try your Trump impression, and it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't as good as I had hoped, so I'm going to shave off 10%, and I'm going to say you're 90% good, and only Thank 10% you. evil. I hope that's okay. Mm. Yeah. No, I appreciate that, and uh, maybe in the future, when uh, we all do our little work on our impressions, maybe we can all meet back here same time, same place, a couple years from now, and try it out. Love that. Great. Absolutely. All and right. where can people find you, Aaron, on Twitter and on Instagram? Well, <laughs> funnily enough, my Twitter handle is Freddy at Freddy Keurig. Um, so oh, yes. if you that's want funny. to um, find me on a, Twitter, mm-hmm. that's it. So it's so we should say it's a mashup of Freddy Krueger meets the Keurig coffee machines. Yeah, totally. And yeah. some other people had made this joke. I looked it up on Twitter before I chose my handle. Um because uh, my original handle was at Grandpa Had a Baby, but there was some weird <laughs> undertones to that. And, and, uh, and I kept telling people it, and they were like, really? That's your handle? I was like, yeah, should I change it? And so now it's Freddie Keurig. Um, and then Instagram, I don't really do much on there, but I post art on there sometimes. So that's at clear.dog.food. Clear dog food. Yeah. <laughs> It's almost like I don't want to be found or engaged with the general public most times. Um, Well, Aaron is very funny on Twitter. And Mike, we'll put his links, too, in the other episode as well, because people... yeah. Got and you had to Sprinkle start your Twitter your all over again, so your numbers are low right now. So go yeah. follow Aaron and yeah. start oh, retreating his hilarious concepts because they're super funny. Thank Absolutely. you. Yeah, I, and also like your Twitter. art is really good, obviously, as proven not just by the Evil Men logo, but the Landlord Tenant logo and Happy Good logo, which mm-hmm. the three of us have been using you for your talents for no. a while now been fun I, I've, I've loved making them yeah if, if you ever need patreons if you ever need illustration work hit me up i'm Absolutely. ready to go oh and by the way you're also right you're the sunday service you're in the vancouver oh, improv yeah. weekly show which is amazing yeah yeah uh so we do a weekly show every sunday in vancouver if you're ever down there come check it out uh and then we're doing uh some shows online but we still we got to get back to that so that's uh if you go to sunday service instagram that, that all the info is there mm. and, all right. yeah excellent we'll put that there and check uh, it yeah. out now the sunday service <laughs> right about now the <laughs> sunday <laughs> service I love doing um, the Sunday service. You guys are geniuses. It's the best. Oh. It's the funniest show. Caitlin Howden, shout out. Oh, Caitlin Howden's the best. She's not a she's not a Patreon subscriber, but you know, <laughs> so she won't yeah. hear this. But still, Toronto legend. Lucky to have her. Lucky to have her. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for doing this, Aaron. I mean, good God, you you went 
you did a lot today and we're really grateful um and thank you so much for coming aboard hey thanks for having me it's been a pleasure (laughs) 